Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Noise Podcast Network. I'm Sam, and with me is my good, very good friend, Jack Holloway. Jack, how are you? Hello. I'm good, thank you. Sam, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, so we should probably just immediately address uh, what the hell is happening here at yes, the moment. Yes, I'm not right? Chris. I'm not Chris. <clears throat> no. <laughs> no, at the very least, I've noticed that much so far. Um, somebody else is opposite, and I've started speaking first for some reason. Um, so... For those those people who are listening, probably assuming that a few people have just dropped out already, just like nah, this isn't happening. Um, I heard the riff and somebody else started. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> um, but for those few people that have have decided to stick around, uh, first of all, thank you. And what is going to happen now is we're introducing you to the changing face of what um, what noise and the noise podcast is going to be. We've expanded it. We're now going to be called the Noise Podcast Network, or at least this is going to be part of the Noise Podcast Network. Um, for a start, um, don't worry, we haven't killed Chris. Um, he's not lying dead and buried, covered in knives somewhere um, for stating that he thinks Biffy Clara are one of the best British bands in the world, which is a reasonable punishment for that opinion, but that's something that I haven't got around to doing just yet. Um, but anyway, uh, Chris is taking a little bit of a step back from the podcast to pursue his teaching career. Um, and as a result of that, the, there's a gap, really, for the sort of content on this feed but also we decided to take the opportunity to, to sort of expand what we're doing with the podcast. And rather than trying to find a singular replacement and just continue where we were, we thought to ourselves, um, why not have a rotating cast and, and sort of expand this and do more with the podcast than we have done in, in previous years and sort of take the opportunity to see what, it, what else it could become. So moving forward, um, alongside me, we'll have, we'll have Jack popping in from time to time to talk about the latest and, and greatest in metal and alternative music and all the rest of it. But we're also going to have other members of the Noise um, family as well coming in with us too. And that's going to be um, some of our other writers, some of our other contributors that are going to be doing interviews, talking about bands that lie love, genres that me and Chris usually wouldn't typically discuss, or really maybe genres that maybe we would discuss, but perhaps aren't offering the complete kind of perspective that is necessary on those. A lot of a lot of albums that we've reviewed where we start with look we're not massive fans of these or we've not we've not delved in well there's a time to sort of expand that um so jack um obviously just bringing this bringing this to you um noise podcast network what are your initial thoughts i mean to be fair i, I the only the really thing that i need to add is that you know we we've had this in mind for a while haven't we you know we yeah yeah and and li- life takes over and and it's hard to be able to kind of push it into something else. And we, you know, we've we've talked about okay, what would it look like if we could introduce more shows? What it would it look like if we could kind of do more with what we've got? And it's always been, well, it's always hinged very much on you and Chris, hasn't it? So <clears throat> yeah, it's just a natural opportunity. We're 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 stoked for when Chris can come back. It would be, you know, silly of us to try and just take over that and try and bring what Chris brings. Um, because that's very much unique and instead do all of the other exciting things that we want to do and then hopefully that can just slot back into place when Chris is ready right that's kind of the plan yeah absolutely um so until until that point um whether it's weeks or months You're then we're gonna me. be yeah we're gonna be talking <laughs> that's absolutely fine <clears throat> uh, for those who, for those who don't know um me and Jack um we're already friends before the podcast he's not just some man i just sort of decided to pick up on the way um so we've been friends for a while 
And this is something that we're going to sort of continue to do with each other, much in the same same sort of way as myself and Chris. Although, once again, as usual, I think I'm going to be the more um, cynical and negative of the two. Yeah, you remain um, yeah, Mr. Yeah, Cynical. Yeah, yet to, find, yet to find a co-host who's surlier than I am. I mean, it's uh, worth um, it's worthwhile mentioning as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's worthwhile mentioning as well that, you know, Chris and Sam will often talk about, you know, being in smoking areas and uh, talking shit about music. And I will just often dive into that and jump into that. So, you know, we've done that for a very long time as well. Hopefully we can bring something slightly different, but a little bit of the same, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rather than smoking areas in pubs, it's balconies of housing Balcony. estates that we, we, we both owned and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so first things first, things first. it's time to get to, now we've got the housekeeping, little bits and bobs out the way. Um, let's talk a little bit about what we're actually here to talk about for the Mount Vernon part of the podcast. We're going to talk about an upcoming festival that, that Noise has been heavily involved with really for the last really two and a half years. It dates back to sort of pre-pandemic plans. And now we're starting to come into fruition. And that is the upcoming Power Festival on the 7th hey, of May. Do you know what I found out? I'm sorry yeah, to did you find out. Dive on no, no. Go, go ahead. It's fine. I mean, it's a bit of a hosting spoiler. gig, whatever. It doesn't really matter. It's, fun. <laughs> it's a bit of a spoiler as well. But um, I, I've interviewed Luna, who runs what I found out was Pua Festival. Now, Pua, Festival. Pua is, is power in Welsh. And it's been called Power Festival in the in the past. That sounds like a verb that I don't want to repeat too often. Right. And, and I, I was really I was really open about this with Luna. And if you're still listening, that'll be out shortly after this. And check that out. Because I... I you know, threw my detest at the fact that <laughs> it was instead. It sounds like you're throwing other things as well, to be honest. Poo- poo- yeah, anyway, right. <clears throat> we're, we're, we're going to work on it for 2023. We're going to try and embrace it. I'm not overly keen at the moment. We'll make it work. Be fine. Be fine. It's Pua yeah. Fest. Who knew? I mean, Luna knew. But, yeah. <laughs> but not. Well, even even thought... Luna's struggling with it, so... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I like. I like the ideology ben, uh, behind it. I feel like Luna would have right. said, "Let's let's call the let's call it the Welsh name for power. Let's go Pua." And then someone would have told Luna later. Do you know how that's you know how that sounds? Someone so with Pua. a Welsh accent pulls it off far better. But I'm a I'm a poor excuse for a Welsh person. I was and say, Sam, you are Welsh. How is this Sam not? is very much not Welsh. Oh um, no, barely English to be honest. It's just not, not a great combination. So we're, we're okay, going to absolutely right. destroy it. But there you, there you go. I, I could just, yeah, crazy, right? Anyway. All right, okay. So um, Pua Festival. Say it. I, I, it's not great. It's, it's oh, Okay. Um, I'm going to have to like do interviews where I'm saying that out loud like 12 to 15 times. Um, I'm going to have to just get through it. I'm going to have to just get through it. Okay, so fine. let's talk about, talk about the bands and names that I'm actually able to say out loud. Um, let's go through um, some, of the, some of the headlines of this festival chat. We've got Bears and Trees, we've got Dream Nails, Orchards, Lakes, uh, Beach Riot, Do Trips, um, Sleep Outside, Sienna, um, Nigel. I don't know if that's a man or a band or just a bloke that they decided to let in. Um, husband Material, uh, Treehouse, Fort, um, just a whole host of things going on. Um, I'm just going to start off by asking you just generally before we jump in on specific bands. Um, what are you looking forward to most about the festival? What band are you aching to see? I mean, for, the, for those that don't that, that don't know um, our involvement, and and we talk about this when I have a conversation with Luna, it is that we came on to kind of help 
curate a lineup of bands that and, and artists that we were stoked about on our stage. So it would be, it feels like a mild cop out, but I'm really stoked for the bands that are on our stage because they kind of feel like they were formed together. And we kind of just gave this huge list to Luna and, and said, here you go. This is what we in noise absolutely love. And Luna's just gone through that list and picked through and, and inevitably found a load of bands that either we love in noise or that we're sharing in noise or that mm. some of us haven't discovered but are excited to see. There's a few artists that I'm really stoked for. There's a few that I know. There's quite a lot I don't. And that it, that makes me really excited. You know, Dude Trips, I'm a massive fan of. I think they're on their heads above the wave stage. Uh, they're worth seeing. They're Scottish, emo, pop punk and... That is a great thing. Uh, actually, yeah. do trips have been on the podcast before, I think. Chris is Adam yes, Monk, yes, we also have. Yeah. Um, Sleep Outside, in a similar sort of vein, are absolutely brilliant. Um, I'm led to believe that Steppy, and that is how you say it. Oh, you've are... nailed that. That's really impressive. Thanks. I, I kind of like really went, leaned into it and, and just hoped for the best. Um, but yeah, Steppy are kind of up and coming if you're a fan of idols you're kind of particularly early idols you're like the raw side to step in and that's kind of the ones off our stage that i'm really stoked for i know if you ask the guys in noise as well uh orchards and dream nails we've been massive fans of generally you know as a collective for quite some time yeah so let's talk about that so i kind of just sort of skip by i want to talk generally about the music but let's sort of take a big picture look at this um noise isn't the only the only group sort of involved in this, but through through the sort of the kaleidoscope of what we're doing here. Um, how did this how did this come about? What's noises involved and what's going to be happening on the day? It was through a, a you know a, a number of discussions that it kind of came about. And and I again I speak I speak to Luna about this because I kind of <clears throat> even though I've been part of those discussions, play dumb and kind of you know work through that conversation with Luna to work back to then work forward for our journey through Pua. And um, it, it kind of just started through conversations where we were saying we were stoked to get involved in something and kind of waving the I am keen flag. And uh, yeah, L Luna just picked that up and, and was like, look, I'm looking to expand this. It's run for two years prior and it's been really successful. It's had the likes of Dream State, um, which to think back on. Uh, yeah, they were incredible. They, they just quickly became a much much bigger band same for Vakovi, who I don't know if you've heard of but you know they're a, they're another band that are doing big things so you know it, it seems to be a, a, a festival that really links with the ethos of noise you know it, it really captures what we try to do and what we try to capture when we're putting features out when we're saying look we're stoked about this band because this band are going to be sick and, and and more people are going to know that in a really short amount of time that kind of feels like what what Poe is all about. So for me, for me, getting involved in that when then when Luna kind of said, do you want to kind of curate and have a stage? <laughs> the, the, the answer was obviously yes. And it's something that we've all wanted to do for quite some time. So and then, you know, the fast forward a little bit in the process of that was kind of just this really fluid back and forth. Just, uh, oh, mm. by the way, we're kind of stoked on this band at the moment. Not sure whether you've considered it. And for those that want to kind of find out more about how hard it can be to book a festival, the, the ups, the downs, the setbacks and everything that comes along with that. 
uh, do do go and listen to my interview with Luna when it comes out because it, it has not been an easy road at all. And whereas some people would just say, oh, we'll just book that band, it's easy. It's not easy to book a show, let alone book a festival full of free stages of, of various bands. And don't forget that this all happened in the midst of COVID. So we had a 2020 lineup, it got scrapped. We had a 2021 lineup, it got scrapped. We had a 2022 lineup and so far so good. So, you know, there's there's been a lot of changes along the way. There's been a lot of heartache and then building yourself back up to kind of do it. But that's where we're at. And, you know, we've we've got some we've we've got some bands that we're really stoked about, particularly on our stage that, you know, that yeah. I know of, at least. Um, yes. Uh, nice. Yeah. Nice segue, actually. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, appreciate it. Look at this. It's, it's so natural. It's not my first um, rodeo. <laughs> I can really <laughs> tell. The cowboy hat was a bit much, but I'm really appreciating it. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, so I want to do this. Um, I want to do this sort of thing. So obviously, you're if you're a fan of alternative music, if you if you're in the Cardiff area, or if you're a fan of noise, or you're a fan of any of the bands on here, you might not be entirely familiar with the entire um, headline poster and, and and all the bands that are available to you upon buying a ticket and sort of having a nose around. And until a few few months ago, I was I was one of those people. You sort of diving in and finding out about these bands. Um, but Jack, obviously, you've been much closer to the circumstance. So I'm going to ask you to sort of do a little gimmick with me, if you will oblige. So, Let's do it. Um, brilliant. I'm just gonna I'm gonna give you the name of the band, and I want you to just shout off to me. Um, I kind of like halfway between a tweet or a Tinder bio. For this band, what would make me want to sort of swipe right? What would make me want to go walk in and um, see this band? Like, what's what's going to be the uh, the film poster with the, with the classic slogan that's going to make me? Oh, you know, actually, out May seventh. That sounds fantastic. I'll head in and see that. So that's what I'm looking for. Just a quick sort of punchy sort of introduction to the band, sort of like not just for fans of like a genuine sort of short description. Okay, so me up. all right. As in tree. Oh, you're going right from the top. Oh yeah. I was That's right at the bottom of I was right at the bottom of our stage, but you wanted to be like that. That's fine. Bears yeah, and trees. Uh yeah. indie emo pop rock band with Brit pop tendencies. Mm. Yeah, you like that? Very good. I put, and I'm not even joking, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The soundtrack to your summer that you haven't quite heard yet. Oh, oh my God. I tweet that, but you can't tell me you're not going to go and listen to that. Yeah, it's a Morrison's advert tomorrow. It's just phenomenal. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Um, now, that's what I call July Disappointments from Jack. Now, that's what I call your new summer anthem by Bears and Trees. Absolutely. I, I want to add that um, I like Bears and Trees uh, quite a lot. Um, I listened to them the uh, last couple of days and really enjoyed it. I put um, heartfelt acoustic-led pop music with sharp wit and humour spat out of British parks and hazy memories of teenage and early 20s nights out. Um, I, I'm a fan of these, Jack, actually. Um, I was surprised. There's like a real, there's a real sense of humour um, being yeah, attached to them. Yeah, I think is. really, really works. There's like a whimsy you... and a wit. Have you have you literally just listened to them? Is it like I listened to them. I listened to them the first time over the last couple of days, and 
properly delved into their album today. Because because it's funny that you picked that up because I mean, so the, for those that don't know, uh, Bears and Trees are going to be headlining Noise Stage. Um, and they were booked uh, two years ago. Uh, Luna went to put them, kind of just found them on TikTok and they've made a, they've, they've gathered such a huge following. Uh, same on, on other socials, it's kind of spanned out. And I was staggered when I kind of went in to check their album out the amounts of streams that they've got, the kind of the headway that they're making, but you, you you kind of there's like this huge kind of not cult following, but this there's there's a real sort of fan base around them already, and you pick that humor and that quirkiness and that like kind of even in the instrumentation and and things like that, they're like that when you kind of look mm. at their personalities, they put so much of themselves in. So it's funny that you say that having just listened. And not dived into anything else, you know. But they're they're really cool. I'm really excited for them. Yeah, very quintessentially English. Sort of listening to them. Uh, a lot of the experiences they talk about, a lot of the sort of feelings and sort of um, yeah, it just feels like they're talking a little bit about like uni halls and like parks and and girl ex girlfriends and things like that. Sort of all things that feel very sort of tangentially familiar um, to someone growing up in England and sort of like you know age sort of eighteen to twenty four, and it's told with like a real. I really like the acoustic styling. It's heartfelt. It's it's nice. We'd it's have, genuinely we'd wholesome, have loved enjoyable. This in uni, we'd have absolutely loved it. Yeah, abs- absolutely, absolutely. Now it just makes me sad that I'm 29. Um, just listen to it, thinking, oh, I remember being 20. It's fantastic. <laughs> I would saying things like, oh, we would have loved this when we were in uni. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, would have been really uh, turn over. Like, oh, it'd be great. We're in uni, and I love this. Isn't this fantastic? That's in present tense. Um, but yeah, so. Moving forward to some of the other bands going on, um, talk to me about Sienna. What's your Tinder bio? What's your uh, film poster for Sienna? I went with big atmosphere and sonically brilliant, uh, intricate, Ooh. beautiful guitar tones, great lyrical nature, and a kind of off kilter math rock style. Uh, off kilter math rock style. That's very, it's very impressive style. Away. I just like, I think I just started throwing words in, mate. You know, if, if you've got. But yeah, they do some mad experimental shit. Uh, yeah, just, and it, but it's quite subtle, you know. Yeah, and I could, I could, I could understand that entirely. I, I really like them. I sort of heard, I, I sort of wrote um, block party riffs with future heads, hard five, hard five vocals, and sort of Brian Storm era Arctic Monkeys lyrics. Um, and then I ended that sentence just wrote greasy afterwards. Um, <laughs> that's I think I wrote meaty after one of the songs. Ah! Oh, there we go. <laughs> but it felt weird, Sam. It felt really <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not the, not the most ideal adjective you want to associate with a band, but between us, we've got like a really deep barbecue going on. I've got so much time for that. Um, isn't that weird? We both have the same, um, same instinct. Greasy I bet you it was the same meaty. point of the same song as well. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, meaty. Just... <laughs> oh, greasy. Ah, <laughs> oh, greasy. You know when you make oh, breakdown God. face, it was it's like when you make breakdown yeah. face. You know you give it that little, mm, yeah, that's that's the bit. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's got it's got a, it's got a punch to it. A little slathering of grease. I realise if you're not watching this, I've just said breakdown face made a noise and you haven't seen anything. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows what the breakdown face is, man. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Don't follow universal. us on YouTube if you don't know what the breakdown face is, and you'll find out. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's the same. It's the same face you make when you. Smell a weird smell. It's just identical. Identical. Um, right. Okay. So moving forward for the conversation is completely fucking rails. 
Um, stay voiceless. Talk to me about stay voiceless. Stay voiceless. Straight up. Hold on. I put alt rock Welsh band. Perfect. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alt, alt rock Welsh band uh, that wouldn't be out of place on a bill with holding absence, but you could also find support in stereophonics. Oh, that's nice. I like. I like that you've gone all Welsh with the comparisons. Uh, a, well. a worthwhile point for me to note that this is a very Welsh uh, lineup. Uh, you know, there, there's you've got quite a few. You know, they're they're spattered, so to speak, throughout the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying at your vocabulary. It's like asking at David Attenborough about a metal gig. This is phenomenal. Uh, um, they're brilliant. Uh, their their debut album uh, came out in in 2020. The fact that they've got an album, uh, it was just it, it's just they're brilliant. Yeah, they're really good. Okay, fantastic. I put um, quite emphatic and chunky wrist, the powerful vocal, nice fading guitar, hanging guitar work, and deliberately punky and raw. Enjoyed them actually. A mm. um, couple of bands we want to talk about, um, Dream Nails and Orchards. I know that they're headlining uh, across the festival as well. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't done a huge amount to check them out yet. I've actually purposefully not done so. And, and, and the reason I haven't is because mm. um, from what I've been told by Luna is you can make a, a, a big portion of each of the sets. And that's the way that it's been done. And I've just gone off the recommendations of the guys in Noise that have said, mm. we need to try and go and see Dream Nails and we need to go and try and see Orchards. And I've just purposely left them to discover them on the day. That's a good shout. They're like a staccato punk band. I like I put so much, I put so much time into like, into the, into like listening to what we've got on our stage. I haven't, but talk to me about them. What's Dream Nails like, Sam? Um, so it's like staccato riffs, group vocals, sort of classic background, playground type sounding songs uh, with this punkish sort of riff and some pop sensibility as well. Same with Orchards, but Orchards were like formerly a math rock band, but it sounds like formerly because they're kind of making a bit of more of a transition to more poppy, bouncy tunes. But um, vocalist author's got a really nice voice, like sweeping, soothing kind of vocal. And there's a real intricacy on the guitar work. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing both of them actually. And, I think there's um there's definitely a a sweeping mass moving towards um the the sort of societal changes that are sort of echoing in the early 21st century now that that's uh, well, early 21st century decade as well that's actually been well represented which is terrific with bands like Dream Nails and Orchards and I think that's been a deliberate selection when we talk about the partnership with Noise and the partnership with Pua Festival um but I, I want to talk to you thanks mate felt good um fill me on some of the others because a few of these i i haven't i, I haven't sort of around either some of them i couldn't i couldn't I legitimately couldn't find um because there's a few sort of more <laughs> obscure and underground bands happening so talk to, and i know you've been a bit of a cast of the ground so why don't you talk to me about some of these i mean uh, i'll talk about the other two uh that we've got on our stage i'm biased but we've got treehouse who we've been big mm-hmm. fans of in noise for quite a while screamy emo punk you know they screamy uh, emo punk. Okay. Oh yeah, Sam. I mean, they wouldn't be a cup of tea. Let's just be honest about it. But there's give, a lot. Give of me us. a give me a comp. Give me a comp. <sighs> okay. So you say screamy emo punk. I'm thinking Alexis on fire. Am I anywhere near? Yeah. Imagine uh, screamy emo punk. Alexis on fire. Yeah. I get. I guess. And take that and merge it with being as an ocean. Okay. Right. You know, that sort of... Right up your street then. 
yeah like i mean that that's why uh, yeah that's why i like it they dropped an ep in 2020 um they're on beth shalom records um with some pretty awesome underground artists coming through um yeah they're like yeah they're they'll be a worthwhile catch i think they're on pretty early in the day and the same goes for nigel who uh are not a singular person i believe they're they're a punk duo uh and all i've heard about them to be honest is because they're another so treehouse aren't but nigel are our local uh to wales and uh all you ever hear about is their kind of energy their live energy luna talked to me about uh a, a performance that they did where they smashed up a watermelon i'm i'm instantly intrigued okay by then I mean, I had more questions about that. You know, it raised more questions <laughs> than it gave me answers because, you know, how did the watermelon get there? You know, did you did you take the yeah, watermelon? Yeah, is that part of the rider? Or did they bring uh, their own? I don't know. And did you did you bring the watermelon with the intention of of, of smashing it up? You know, what was what was it's just so much. Yeah. And I mean, that's gonna be my first question to them when I when I when I finally meet them. Uh, but yeah, they um, they dropped an EP in 2019. Uh, it's it's as raw as it is kind of off the wall and what you'd sort of expect the unexpected, but you kind of almost know what you're getting by going in with that premise. Yeah, they're um, they're gonna they're they're first on on the stage, but they're gonna bring they're gonna bring a lot of energy. Yeah, hide your fruit and um... and, and do not take fruit to the noise stage. <laughs> <laughs> or it will get smashed up. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, that's that's fantastic. What you want is you want those sort of high-intensity acts um, where you've got punk, you've got a bit of energy to start the day. It's always always a good idea. You want to just sort of get people moving. Yeah. Get yeah, people sort of involved. It's All a right, good place else? to start. Uh, well, the only other thing to mention is we now, I believe, mm. have two secret sets on our Ah, stage. Are we allowed to talk about this? No, no, we can't say who it is. <laughs> um, just know that the secrets and that they're appearing soon. Yeah, I mean, well, Welsh fans will be particularly stoked to see these two bands feature on the day. Okay, they're kind of you know they're both your sort of local heroes, maybe a bit much. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> oh my god! Local what do you, heroes. What do you Tom say? Tom Jones. You What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not unusual, actually. <laughs> oh no! I went for it. <laughs> yeah. So for, for those of you that remember Chris's contributions to the podcast, he did not give you puns, and there will be plenty of that with me. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's phenomenal. Um, okay, so just to summarize. 7th of May, noise stage. Where? When? That's when really important, actually. Um, we get some information the, out there, Jack. All of the venues are on Womanby Street. So for those of you that wouldn't necessarily know that as well, it's kind of the street behind where uh, the Millennium Stadium is and opposite where Cardiff Castle is. You triangulate on that position where those two points would meet. You find yourself in Wimby Street. Uh, you've got the Heads Above the Waves stage in Tiny Rebel. 
You've got uh, a stage in the Moon Club and then you've got the noise stage in Fuel Rock Club, um, which is a really special thing for us, particularly for me. I used to uh, work in and kind of do some of the day to day slash night to night runnings of uh, Fuel. Um, I, I've for a big part of my life I felt like family there. It's where noise cut its teeth. Um, it's a real uh, it's a real coming together um of two things i've loved there you go and i used to vomit there so i mean (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't gonna mention it (laughs) so it's really the triangulation of the three pillars and just who you are as a person i took sam on this journey with me except that whilst i was you know (laughs) against his will cutting said teeth sam was spewing through his own Absolutely. So I have fond yet hazy memories of fuel from younger days. Um, you know, actually, I was thinking about this is ridiculous. Um, I've never thought about Womanby Street as being near Millennium Stadium ever in my life. Until Honestly. You pointed, until you pointed that out. And I was like, oh, yeah, they're right next to each other. I've taken you um, into like the spoons as well, which is the, the gate. Yeah. Which like kind of separates these. You literally walk through the other doors and you can see. Uh, no, I'm just Jack. I'm just living in the moment, man. I'm, yeah, man, I'm not I'm even thinking. I'm not even thinking about where we are. You know, I'm just just being here for present, you know. Um, yeah. OK, so where do I get tickets from, Jack? You can get them on. There is a link that will be through noise and through poor. You'll find it right at the top, pin post, and it's through C tickets. But if you type in, so Poo is spelt P-W-E-R, you might know it as Power. There's an event on Facebook. You can find the tickets in link in the link there. You can Google it, Power, Cardiff. It'll come up straight away, and it'll give you all the details on there. I think the first band's on at around 1 o'clock. I think your headliners are wrapping up about 9 o'clock. There's an after party in Metros with guest DJ slots. Uh, all the way up until 4am so it is a a massive massive party it's the biggest thing that poor have ever done it's the biggest thing that 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 Luna's ever kind of coordinated and it's for sure the biggest thing we've ever been a part of Uh, so all round it's just going to be a a big old celebration absolutely marvellous it's going to be a really exciting day for everyone Um, especially us Um, we're going to be floating around um i'm going to be doing some bits doing some interviews asking bands some questions getting some content out there um generally being a menace um <clears throat> for like eight and a half hours paul our tech expert at noise is going to be following me around like a beleaguered parent um <laughs> honestly might just give him a leash and just see if that that works um because it's probably gonna be necessary um we're really 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 excited just to stress him out all day um, that's the plan it's going to be phenomenal yeah absolutely is um, so let's um, let's move away from um, Poor Festival for a little bit I want to talk about some stuff upcoming uh, Jack have you heard the new Walsh Sleep song oh my god Sam I, <laughs> I, there's, a, there's, a, there's a sense of excitement I get when listening to a new Walsh Sleep song that is unlike anything I get with a lot of other, it's, it's a, there's a special place for it. They do intros to songs so fucking well. Like, yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? The build-up, I've never felt excitement like it. So then when they drop this, <laughs> they drop, they dropped I This is the man who was a child, by the way. He's talking oh, about the sleeps video. It, uh, yeah, and it's like the, the most 
brutal thing <laughs> that I've seen in a long time. I mean, they've dropped a they've dropped a seven. Is it like a seven minute mini movie? Yes, yes. That, it's got um, they've released a movie, a video alongside it. It was released first on YouTube last week, and it is um, a narrative video featuring the song really more than anything else, rather than the other way around. Right. It's really terrific. I mean, even the song itself though is brutal. Yes, yeah. like I was to talk about. I was talk about um it feels like a step in a heavier more brainwashy type direction right was that just me or? yeah well i mean d- yeah and it's funny because i had texted you only two days prior with zero knowledge that this was going to drop saying sam <laughs> i've just listened to brainwashed in full because uh we have a shared love what a time had by all for that album and then they drop something that feels like brainwashed era yeah yeah there's that there's that four to the floor riff sort of like really pounding across throughout the song it's really, really terrific. And they do, they, they, while she sleeps, the tropes are while she sleeps, they're not thinking when they sort of break up halfway through and it just kicks in with that really beautiful high pitch riff and they're back again to, to that, that, that style of song. They're just a marvellous band. They, they really are absolutely tremendous. Um, the sky is the limit for a band like While She Sleeps. I, I'm so excited. I, it's funny, like I, I kind of took a bit of a, a deeper dive into it for New Noise uh, mm. this this week and it just it has this it almost feels like an amalgamation of all the different parts of while she sleeps you know you do have some of the er- experimental layers and on the last album <clears throat> you could hear the inclusion of simps and that's been kind of ramping up over the last few you know few albums there's been those kind of layered sort of rather and pushing away pushing out from and adding and including things that are more than just a metal band and you can hear that here but they've just kind of they've just put the metal up the front uh, instead it's it's such a good it's such a good track i mean it's going to be it's going to be on the deluxe version of their latest album um they've got uh they're doing a a a new version of systematic is it systemic Systemic, systematic. Systematic, yeah. Yes, systematic. I had grease in my head when I said systematic. <laughs> like I wanted to say hydromatic. I don't even know. What does hydromatic mean? I don't Is that like no. a washing machine? I think it's just grease. It's a, oh. grease, li- it's a grease lightning. Oh, good yeah. Lord. Yeah, That's I know. Felt weird. Beautiful. They got a yeah. version of systematic coming out with Rue Reynolds from Enter Shikari. Um, That's cool. And they and they've got some extra stuff dropping on there as well. So there's going to be this this huge uh, deluxe version. And I, I I love all the additional bits. You know, they dropped Eye to Eye as, as kind of the lead <clears throat> from this. Um, they had their their some of their elite patrons kind of come in and do vocals on it. Yeah, there's just there's so much to While She Sleeps that I've, the 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 performance part of that video was recorded where they got all the fans down for a show. Like you can't. Yeah, they they, they do that type of stuff better than anybody else. I think. They do. Um, um, for for a band to be that inclusive, um, without being like massive, where you can create these kind of like, like I'm, I'm less impressed when Metallica do it really because they're Metallica and they could just sort of pick people apart, like pick people up and do these amazing experiences, and then just drop them off somewhere else. You know, they they, they can just do what they like. Whereas bands like While She Sleeps are still sort of building from the ground up. They don't have sort of mass resources and they're still. In, they, they, being so inclusive in creating this they, sort of mentality they, among the fans. Too right. They they filmed and directed this themselves. 
yeah, it's phenomenal, really, when you look at it. And you and you watch it, it's like, yeah, tremendous. It, it is a cinematic mini movie. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it really, really is. I'm, I'm once once again, it's getting to the point where it's actually like like ridiculous. Like I remember talking to sort of Chris about it, but like there's there's no bad album in the entire canon, and really? we're at like album five or six now, and it's going to get to the point where it's like historic, like really. Um, and we're going to be talking about like while she sleeps in comparison to sort of like the length of career that they've gone without a shit album. Um, like everyone does the Metallica comparison, myself included, but Metallica got to album five, and then after that, there was immense criticism. Whereas Lauren Lam- probably did four or five, I did four, you know, at some point, we're like it's getting to a point where it's, it's kind of like shocking that this that can put, put out just consistent record after consistent record. I think. The only real rivals for this are sort of Gajira, maybe Mastodon. In the modern metal canon, where there's just constant albums being put out and every single one is like an eight, a nine, a nine and a half. It is, it is, it is stunning. And, and that's that's where we are with this band now. Whenever I the next album comes out yeah. in 2025, I, 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 don't, I don't actually expect at all it to be anything other than very good at least. Do you know where I think the secret lies for While She Sleeps is that I don't think there's another band or artist that are as in touch with their fan base. And I think that their inclusion on that, it almost goes through additional sort of checks, <laughs> you know, because you're, you're they're, they're interested. You think like the camera about the quality assurance because <clears throat> their fans are so close. Not even have to, they don't have to care more. They're surrounded by by their fans, by their closest fans. They bring them in and they include them in that process so much that they almost, you know, things things can can deviate depending on what what what. I just think that they know their fan base better than better than anyone. Yeah, I think I think that's probably accurate. I think that's probably accurate. At least at least in this modern genre of metal that we seem to be entering. The, the barriers just completely removed in a way that I don't expect many bands to sort of come across. Because now through sort of social media, you can you can get as close as possible to groups, bands and artists without actually having to meet them, be physical, be near them. And that allows for a distance, weirdly. People talk about social media as in removing barriers, but I actually think it's actually replaced one with another. Um, and where circumstance where you're not, like, I don't know, say I'm a massive fan of Drake. Um, if I follow him on Instagram... I can see everything he's done through a given day down to the memes he shares in the same way that if I had a friend who I met when I was 12, we'd also do the same thing. My relationship with Drake as a celebrity is almost identical to someone I actually grew up with as a child, which is weird. And I, and I don't have to see any of them. Do you know, man, man who I was in the same year at school with and one of the most famous artists in the world, I have a connection to his day that almost allows me to stay at home Whereas beforehand, like 70s, 80s and 90s, you wanted to be close to these people, you wanted to go to these shows and send off letters and turn up and wait outside gigs. I don't think there's necessarily a mass need to do that anymore in the same kind of way. And I think that, that sleeps actually are going the opposite way, where they're taking people behind the curtain, as well as using social media for them to be involved with. Whereas now, I think artists don't do that. Social media is becoming a replacement for this kind of contact. I think sleeps are doing both hand in hand, and I think it's just phenomenal. Um, yeah, I, we could talk about while she sleeps and how great they are for like a podcast onto itself. 
Um, just quick side mention. I know, I know you, I know you haven't because you want me to introduce you. Um, Jack Machine at a back, bro. Are they like right? so? I mean, uh, from what I, from what it's I think, know, are they are they back back? Yeah, they've well. <sighs> oh, you might be guess question yourself there. They've released a single and it's really good, and it's the first single that it's re- that's really good. Really, for I want to say like two albums, um, that where I'm like legitimately excited um, about the album to come. Uh, like, like the previous album, like Beyond the Pale, is pretty good. Um, but now this feels like a genuinely could be on a really good machine at album track. Like one of those songs where you think, all right, if I put this on onto the Locust or I put this on um, Diamonds and Bloodstone, which two two really good machine albums, it would fit in. It wouldn't be like, oh, that's a weird out of place kind of song. It feels like we're getting into that um, zone again with Machine Head, which is really, really exciting to me as a massive fan. Um, and we seem to have a return to that sort of musicality. So whenever the new Machine Head album drops, which I'm hoping we have a chance to maybe um, talk about at some point in the coming months. I think that'll be really, really, really cool because they're 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 that they're a legendary band, man. Yeah, it'd and be it'd be great for me to have an opportunity to or, or an excuse almost to to dive in like that and to and to kind of have to listen to it in that sort of way. And I know we you know we've this is one of those bands that. Uh, you did this with Machine Head and with Avenged Sevenfold at the same time. Like, I really took to Avenged at the time. We were in university. Yeah. It was 10 years ago. You were like, Jack, you'll, you'll, you'll love this band. And, and you know, with, with, you mentioned Unto the Locust. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Machine Head, you know, that, the, we, you know that's, that's the album. I think you bought it for me. So I've, I've got a knock in about. It's very possible. It is very possible indeed. Um, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's solid. I'd l- I'd love to find that in, you know. I've got a very surface yeah. level appreciation of Machine Head, but it is also really cool because they've been doing the Corey Taylor thing where they were like, "This is going to be our best album." Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that uh, scares me. That does, and it's and it it does, doesn't it? But actually, if you're saying that the single holds up, yeah, it does. Right. Legitimately, really, really good. Um, some really nice riff work and nice intricate guitar solo. But yeah, anytime Corey Taylor's like on a mental ban for me, Corey Taylor is like rapidly approaching like the Tyson zone to borrow like a Simmons expression. So like, you know, when there was a period of time in Mike Tyson's career, where it's like you could have read any headline about Tyson and you just believed it blindly. Um, Kanye West, by the way, welcome to the Tyson zone. Um, that's the same circumstance where if you read a headline tomorrow on like Reddit or Twitter or something like that, and it's like, Kanye West sets fire to 50,000 pigeons that spell the name of Kim Kardashian on a crop field that he bought from Vladimir Putin. Would you even blink? No. Because I'm not. I wouldn't I would at all be like, okay, cool. Happened in sports. Um, and that's just the way that I'd see. I wouldn't even think about it. Um, Corey Taylor is getting to that point, and Claire is another one, where it's like Corey Taylor gasses up new Slipknot album. And I'm like, cool. Um, let's see it, man. Um, because you've been saying that for three or four albums and they're good, they're good, but it's ah, oh, it's not it's not the way you're selling it to me. He- as heavy as Iowa was the was the last album, supposedly, mm. according to Corey. Um no, only was White was that was that logical, Corey. <laughs> just not just not a thing. But to take it thing. on back, good for machine head. Yeah, ab- absolutely, yeah. <laughs> 
good for yeah, you, Yeah, thanks, thanks for bringing me back. I completely forgot. I actually completely forgot that we were like, there was a, even a topic <laughs> at all at hand. I thought we were just chatting shit again. But that's that's good. All right. So I think it's time that we call it. So um, if you've still got to this end of this podcast and you're still actually listening and you've made it this far, I want to say a heartfelt thank you. And we're going to be working over the next few months and years uh, to make sure that the content we produce is um, worthwhile of your time and you're listening, everything like that. Um, we hope that we're able to do that. And when we, when we sort of move forward with all the stuff that we're going to be doing at the Noise Podcast Network, we hope that we can make content that, that keeps you coming back and things like that. So from me and Jack, thank you very much. I'll see you next time. See you next time.